0: Hello, fellow cinephiles. My name's Ben, and this is the Real Movies Podcast. All right. So, we are finally back here in the turtle shell. It's been a while. Ben, Dan, and Frankie are back together again. (laughs) It's
1: been a while. It's (laughs) It's been, been a
0: while. It's been a while. Been that's a the, while. That's the name of everything. Been a while.
1: That's a show where it just goes on for 30 minutes of silence and yeah. then you finally say, like, <laughs> it was a pretty good day, guys. Yeah. This has, it's been, uh, this has been, been a while. That's
0: something like we're going to next show. week.
1: That's a, that's the idea for the next show. I mean, it'd be peaceful if nothing else. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, guys, Halloween is coming up. It is. It um, is. Halloween. In about, by the time people hear this, it'll be less than a week. Yeah. Um, Halloween is my favorite holiday. You said that, man. Uh, Dan, judging by the decorations outside, uh, is it safe to assume it's your favorite holiday as well? No, nope. you
2: should see Christmas.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, like, I, I pulled up and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I'm in Halloween heaven right now. It's fantastic. Dan's um,
2: family goes all out for the holidays, any yeah, holiday. Yeah, true.
0: Um. So, yeah, so I like to get in the Halloween mood like super early, and I feel like I'm getting in the mood earlier and earlier each year. Like, I started, I think it was like the end of July, like the last couple of days of July, I was like, I could go for a haunted house right now. And I could watch horror movies right now. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really like go full on into it until really, I, um august was kind of slow for me it was a busy month and then um september i really picked up and then by that point i've kind of fallen behind with like all of the horror movies and stuff i want to watch but um frankie i know you found this a while about a while back and i was saving it specifically for a, a halloween special episode my uh, name's dan yeah dan's here <laughs> I was
1: gonna say what did i find i found it not frankie
0: Oh, you found it! I thought Frankie
1: found it. Frankie doesn't find anything. I don't find anything, it's man. The, it's you know what Frankie a- finds? Misery and torture. Yeah, I'm and still. If you looking want to hear <laughs> more about that, check out our other show. Let's talk about it. Looking for a sense of purpose?
0: Yeah, still looking. Well, we we <laughs> like you anyway. Um, You're a really cool guy. Thanks for being. Thanks for being a friend of the show, Frankie. <laughs> okay, cool. Dan, you too. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, I try. <laughs> but uh, so one of one of these other two gentlemen beside beside me here found uh, this article from ScreenRant.com of the 18 most chilling horror movie endings. Ooh. And I've been saving this specifically for a Halloween special episode, so I'd like to dedicate our full discussion today to the most chilling horror movie endings. Ooh. Now, this is a list of 18, so what what I'm going to do is I'm going to name the movie. Okay. And then it has... it, an, And then, like, there's paragraphs for each movie describing what the ending is. Sure. So, um... If we want to get into that, because I feel like that kinda of that kind of stuff might be integral integral to the discussion. Yeah. Let's put a spoiler alert warning right here. Literally, this entire show is going to be about the ending yeah. of movies. So if you don't want to hear how some of these scary movies end, just go ahead and stop listening to this entire episode. Go back and go back into the real movies podcast back, co- back catalog. Uh, listen to some of the other stuff. Or um you can take a look at all the reviews and other things I've been writing at the therealmoviesblog.blogspot.com. <laughs> if you
1: released a uh, 10-track Greatest Hits album of the Real <laughs> Movies podcast right now, it would have all episodes on it yes it will. Ooh, except for this one well
2: maybe in the description for this one you list the movie so someone ahead of time yes. can say like oh okay
0: that's a good idea and i think the title of the episode will be spoiler alert so spoilers i think that'll be a good halloween one. spoilers okay so um what i'd like to do guys is i'll go through this list and we'll talk um a little bit about each one and then at the end we can kind of i mean if we can maybe throw in some stuff that should be on there stuff that shouldn't be on there sure um so let's jump right into it here. Let's the, do this. Number eighteen on the list is "In the Mouth of Madness," uh, which is a John Carpenter film that came out in nineteen ninety four, starring Sam Neill, Mister uh, Doctor Grant himself. Um, and the end of this movie, I guess, uh, uh, Sam Neill plays like um, an author. Um, and well, let's see. John Trent, leave, John Trent, is Sam Neill's character leaves the. There's a, a sane asylum that he's in after the monsters have taken over the world and and takes in the film In the Mouth of Madness. Realizing he has been a character in another... In, he takes the film in the mouth? <laughs> yes, he takes the film in the mouth. Right. Um, realizing he's been a character in author Sutter Kane's story all along. And I guess Sutter Kane is like the antagonist. Um, and then, so then Sam Neill is maniacally laughing and cries hysterically at this revelation, and that's the end of the movie. Is that he realizes that, like the big twist of In the Mouth of Madness is that Sam Neill realizes he's a character in a book.
2: <laughs> the Truman or, Show.
0: Yeah. So. What a
2: twist. Or what's that Johnny Depp movie? Is Shaman coming out with the movie? Yeah, he, he is. is. Which one? It's one with the Split. dude. Yeah, he's got a associate. Got
0: James, James McAvoy's got uh, dissociative oh, yeah. man. disorder. man. So he's getting back to the twist. Is what yeah. you're saying. I
2: don't know it's going to be a twist, but it does man, seem it cool. It sounds like a twist I heard it's me. good.
1: It looks good. He used to be one of my favorite directors.
2: Okay. And then uh, I, I have go, not. Go tops. And then he did. <laughs> he did
1: Airborne. Who? Yeah. Or last Avatar. Last, no, last I was not a fan of
2: that. And the following. It's not the Mark Wahlberg movie. I can't remember. This is he John. Did the this is John Carter. No, he's he went on an M Night Shyamalan. I'm talking about when he went bad. But yeah, I have not seen. Oh, he this went one. bad
0: like like the Lady in the age, Water. And then after that was kind of down. Here. Lady in the Water was the first stinker. Like, oh,
1: I mean, he had several stinkers, but Devil was the last real twist. Devil, he just produced
2: or
0: wrote. He didn't direct. And it. And then,
1: uh, mm. they did the Last Airbender. Yeah, they do a horror after that.
0: No. He did. Uh, he didn't do horror again until the visit. <laughs> yeah. Like oh,
1: the ago, visit. Which That's is a great movie.
0: Of. Um.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah Thank you. That's yeah. Oh man, that was one of the first movies I watched this year for our three hundred movie challenge. It's decent. Maybe we'll talk about the twist in that movie. But
2: your list. <laughs> yeah. So this. Nope. So nope. Derailed. So that, <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a long show.
0: So uh, that was number eighteen. i Have not um, seen the movie. Sounds crazy. In the Mouth of Madness. I've always wanted to. I've heard it's great, but I've just never seen it. And that that twist sounds kind of cool. Um. So number seventeen, I have seen, and this is on Netflix. You can find it. Uh, for, for uh, your Halloween viewing. It's called The House of the Devil. Hmm. You guys seen this? No. Uh, director Ty West, um, he's kind of like into the mumblecore, mumblecore? Like, movement, just like these kind of small indie movies where they're just like normal people that kind of don't really say much. Oh, okay. Um. So he did this movie, and basically it's like the whole time, it's like a really slow burn. This girl goes to house sit for like a wealthy family, okay. and um, she's basically left alone in the house. And, uh, nothing much happens. She starts kind of like thinking creek you know, creaks and groans are going on in the house. So she's like investigating the whole time. Yeah. And then what eventually happens, like in the last 20 minutes, um, this, this paragraph says, the final act is a quote, bloody blinder featuring a disturbingly shot satanic ceremony <laughs> and plenty of gore that one might have expected to have fun with in an 80s horror homage. Oh, it sounds so, good. So, yeah, so it basically turns in, uh, it turns out that, the people she's house sitting for are Satanists, and she becomes like a sacrifice for this ritual. Boy, I hate when that happens. And uh heard that. So it's just, I, I just, th- it's a great movie. Like it's, re- it's really cool, uh, kind of seventies horror homage uh, from beginning to end.
2: So it's a newer movie, but it pays. Homage yeah, two thousand nine, I think
0: okay. it came out. Um, shot, and they shot it in sixteen millimeter, so it kind of has like a really grainy, like old school look to it. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so again, that's The House of the Devil. that's on oh, Netflix. Man. Um, well Digital, worth all the checking way. out. Uh, number 16 on the list is Candyman from 1992 starring Virginia Madsen. I saw Kenny that one as like
2: a little kid. I should Candy not have been man. seeing that movie, but it scared me so badly. Yeah, where you say his name three times in the mirror. And yeah, and there's like bees, and man, that freaked me out.
0: Yeah, it's a pretty scary movie, and the twist with that one is, uh, uh, Virginia Madsen's character, Helen, basically, uh, vanquishes the... Candyman guy or whatever the and then man, she becomes, and then there's like a twist at the end somebody else like starts playing the game or whatever Frickin and then she appears with the Candyman stuff and it's like she's the new Candyman okay.
2: but she wasn't because they made more
0: right <laughs> Um, so that was I remember thinking that was a pretty crazy ending when I saw that movie
1: how long before we get a remake and they use the uh, Zed song
0: Zed hmm.
1: I haven't heard this song maybe saying the name incorrect
0: um, I always a, think of the Christina Aguilera song.
1: Oh, first time opening music since the update. Oh, no. Are
0: you listening to the Zed song for Candyman? Candy.
2: Oh, ugh. what is but this nonsense? He was the the voice of Zoom all last season, the Candyman guy, the actor. Who? Oh, really? The actor who played Candyman. Todd? Yeah, no, he was the voice of Zoom. Zoom. Really? Yeah, he wasn't Ebarthon, Or, no, not Eobard Thawne. I know nothing.
0: Is the song called Candyman?
1: Yeah.
2: Hmm. It's not scare scary.
1: Uh, I don't know. Zed, I guess. Z- Z-
2: yeah, Zed, I think it's a DJ. And Aloe Black.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, no, this is, but this is the Willy Wonka song. Well, yeah, but they it's could make the, it on a horror commercial you know.
1: for... M&M's. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing putting this in our ears? Good song. I'm just saying. They can... I always
0: thought it was just for that commercial. I didn't realize it was a weird, it was a real song.
1: Might as well. Yeah. They had the well, I think they studio made it time for the commercial, and then they're like, "Wait, people want to buy this song? Right. All right.
2: We got the studio time. Might as well make a whole <laughs> song."
0: Um, moving on. I'm not sure that would fit with the with Candyman. Though. Sure, it would.
1: I mean, it's called Candyman. No, this is what candyman. you do. Candyman. It's, candyman. it's you called do with love and You just do way. the melody on the
2: higher notes yeah. on the keyboard okay. or on the piano, just really eerily. You know what he's mixing? Ding, 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 blood. Ding, ding. Yeah, he's mixing okay. blood and laughs and guts.
1: <laughs> yeah, cool.
0: It's like I'll make the world a better place. Right. You're
1: not in it anymore.
0: So yeah. number all right. Number fifteen on the list is Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1978, starring Donald Sutherland. Now that is a good movie. That that is a great movie, and I just rewatched it recently. Um, Scream Factory put out a, a brand new edition Blu-ray.
2: Huge <laughs> <You> jerk. <laughs> Well, it is a great movie. It's it is a great movie, TV, yeah. though. I've seen a lot of it
0: but haven't If you never seen thing. it, you should see it. Um and even if you haven't seen it, you probably know the ending. So this should really be higher on the list, I think. because um, the really the movie's famous for this ending. Um the, Donald Sutherland and like his group of little friends are like, you know, they end up kind of captured and attacked by the pods and um there's a scene that cuts away towards like the climax of the movie. And then the next scene is like daily life is back. And like the, the group is, the group has been separated. Um, and they're kind of back in the routine, but you think they're like in the routine just to blend in. Yeah. And then there's this woman that was part of Donald Sutherland's group earlier in the movie and they were separated. Um, so presumably this person is not, this woman is not a pod. But she, like, sees Donald Sutherland across the street and is, like, hollering to him and trying to get him to come over. And then he turns around and looks at her. And then he does the point the point and his eyes get big and he, like, roars. And, like, you're like, oh, my God. And then she freaks out and then that's the end of the movie. It's him, like, pointing and doing this roar and, like, so he's become one of the aliens. And that's it's pretty crazy. President Snow, man. Exactly. Sorry, I got Hunger Games. <laughs> Hunger Games on the mind. Yeah. It is President Snow, um, and he's a zombie, or whatever, or a pod. Uh, number 14 is The Innocents, uh, came out in 1961. This is actually a really great, um, like, kind of gothic ghost movie. Uh, Truman Capote wrote the script. Oh. Um, it was directed by a guy named Jack Clayton, and, um, the end of this, I mean, uh, you can find this on Blu-ray from Criterion Collection. It may be on Criterion's Hulu stuff if you're um, into the streaming um so the end of this movie um there's uh, this woman is sent to go care for these two kids out of the country place in um, rural england and the one young girl is sent uh, away to the city because she's got had something go wrong with her and then uh, miss giddens is the woman who's taking care of them so she's alone with the younger boy uh miss giddens keeps trying to force miles to acknowledge peter quint who is the spirit possessing him but largely to no avail so outside in the garden surrounded by a circle of mythical statues miss giddens attempts one final confrontation frantic direction from john clayton uh who was really great on this film uh it really disorients the viewer thanks to a rapid 360 shot revealing the ghostly quint hovering above but the final gut punch comes when Quint kills the young boy Miles. The Ugh. severity of the moment disturbingly contrasted by chirping birds. I remember that. It's it's Sounds pretty disturbing. super familiar. It's a great I don't movie. Think I've ever seen it though. I,
2: I haven't seen it. Um, now it won't. It's spoiled. Yeah, not not one I would have normally Spoiler. thought
0: about for a list like this. but yeah. You know, once you remember that, it's pretty. It's it's worthwhile. Um, number thirteen is John Carpenter's The Thing. From 1982, starring Kurt Russell. That's a good movie. That is a great movie. I don't trust you. Um, okay. (laughs) And this one, I'm not really sure this necessarily deserves to be on a list of the most shocking endings. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I agree with that statement right there.
0: Like, it's basically just, uh, Keith David and, uh, Kurt Russell, kind of like, they fought off the aliens and like, basically everybody else is dead and then the two of them are kind of like, They're together and they're not really sure necessarily where the alien is or if one of them or the other is is an alien, but then they just kind of just accept that they're kind of screwed. And that's pretty much where the movie ends, is it's just kind of a bleak ending and you don't really, there's just really no hope. Um, Mm -hmm. Not necessarily shocking, like there's not like a big twist or anything, Um, which is kind (laughs) of interesting as to why it's on here, but... Now, that
2: sounds like my life. <laughs> <laughs> no twist. Just oh, come, come on. on. So, um,
1: <laughs> it's a day the life of Frankie, the book. Right. Frankie was movie. born. He was in a band for a while. And he died. <laughs> 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 he
0: died. With oh. a, twist. <laughs> what a twist. With a twist. With uh, a twist. Number 12 is Ben Wheatley's Kill List, which came out in 2011. Um, this says, for the most part, Ben Wheatley's kill list isn't a horror film. A solid majority of the film's opening hour is set is a well-executed slow burn crime thriller. But in the final half hour, the film takes a dark turn down a rather twisted road, leading to an ending that is jarring for more than, for more reasons than one. Having had to mercy kill his hitman partner, Gal, Jay has briefly escaped the cultists out to capture him but is unsuccessful knocked unconscious after he reaches the family cottage where his wife and son are taking refuge. Oh. Waking up in a field, the cultists surround him and force him to fight a blanketed hunchback trying to kill him. Jay kills his foe, but under the blanket is his wife and son, who took the brunt of Jay's stabbing. Oh, no. Arguably more disturbing than this revelation is his bloodied wife's cackling and his dead stoic expression as the cultists crown him. Ah. I've never seen this movie, but I have a uh, streaming subscription with Shudder, and it's available on there. And I've been meaning to watch it. And, like, I read this list, and I was like, holy crap, that sounds amazing. So I need to sit down and watch that. That is a crazy twist.
1: There. I concur.
0: What a twist. Um, like Shudder is the only place I've seen that, like, streaming or anything. Mm. I, don't, I don't think it's on Netflix. Uh, number 11 is a movie called Eden Lake, which came out in 2008. Not really familiar with this one, uh, but apparently it's got Kelly Riley and Michael Fassbender. Fass. Um. <laughs> he needs
2: a nickname. Yeah. So that Kelly Riley, true.
0: Kelly Riley, and Michael Fassbender play this couple who are on a weekend getaway, and it's interrupted by these uh, crazy teenagers. Um. Who are, so it's it's kind of like the setup is a little bit like Children of the Corn.
1: Wait, what's this movie?
0: It's called Eden Lake. Oh, okay. I
1: thought you were describing the perfect getaway for a second. Right, right, what year was this? This Two thousand eight. So, the Faz wasn't
0: that big yet. He's kind of starting to come into it. Yeah.
2: He still didn't do X Men First Class. He wasn't that big yet.
0: Um, see, in First Class. But the setup is kind of like Children of the Corn.
2: What's this guy's name?
0: Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. The Faz. Never heard of him.
2: He's gonna be in the Sassy Creek movie? Eric so, Leason. Let, let, the man,
0: let the man finish his story. Magneto and this lady are like a couple Yeah. in this movie called Eden Lake. It's not an X Men movie. <laughs> That's well, uh see here's the thing. So the, yeah,
1: okay, so he him and some other lady are in it that could movie be the about to the apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, well, true. But yeah, there's a movie coming out where they like find a baby and it's Magneto and some lady. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like I'm like, wait, is this like the Magneto story that... This is like what happened between First Class and. Uh,
0: that's a great movie, like the Light Between Oceans. Yeah, that's really good. I got. I want it. to see
1: it, but uh, yeah. When I saw the preview for that, I was like, "Oh, this is what he was doing between um Days of Future and oh, Apocalypse." That right. makes sense. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Nature Girl. But in this as movie, a baby. right? But in this movie, um, it's basically Fassbender and this other actress, and they're a couple, and they run into these kids who are kind of like unruly. So it's set up kind of like Children on the Corn, mm. and they kind of give chase to one another, and uh, things kind of go south from there. And then it says, Eden's Le- Eden Lake's seemingly continuous pe- pessimism reaches a crescendo in the final minutes as some parents realize their children are dead, oh. killed killed either out of self-defense or by, like, the leader of the teenagers, uh, Brett. And for all they know... Uh, Kelly Riley's character, Jenny, is responsible, so they, decide to, the prop, Jenny. so they decide the proper course of action is off-screen vigilante justice. Nice. Just like the kids, among the group of adults is an alpha male who happens to be Brett's father. Freaking and the Brett. Ending, and the ending leaves no hope for anyone's future.
1: <laughs> there are not that many cool dudes named Brett. I tried to kill a roach with Axe spray the other day. <laughs> His name is now Brett, and he won't shut up about CrossFit. Yep. It's freaking <laughs> Brett. No, I don't want to know how big your biceps are. Right. Shut up, Brett.
2: Especially if you're a cockroach. <laughs> uh,
0: number 10 on the list is Martyrs, which came out in 2008. It's kind of a famous... I think it's a French movie, isn't it?
2: I don't know. Sounds
0: familiar. <laughs> Look at me like I know. Dan, you would know. Sounds strange. like a movie that I would start to watch on Netflix and then be like, I don't have time to read. It's supposed to be like super like graphic and crazy and like. Yeah, nasty. It,
1: the title sounds familiar, but I do not know of it.
0: Um... So let's read this. The Martyrs is the kind of artfully disgusting movie that makes you feel like you need to take a shower. Ugh. Uh, As disturbing as the film... Oh, that Martyrs. Okay. As disturbing as the film's incredibly graphic content is, nothing else else from it quite compares to its shockingly abrupt ending. Excuse me. It is even more perturbing than the revelation that the systematic torture the women endure was designed to achieve martyrdom and report their experiences of the afterlife. Um, and then after Anna has been grotesquely disfigured by her captors, the mademoiselle carefully listens to what she has to relay. After many have gathered to listen to the message, the mademoiselle's assistant asks what Anna saw. Once she removes her makeup, she asks her assistant if he regularly thinks of an afterlife. Although he says he has, the mademoiselle grabs a gun out of her purse, says, keep doubting, and shoots herself. (laughs) Such a nihilistic ending communicates something quite terrifying. All the pain and suffering has been for nothing. Dang, that
2: sounds kind of that sounds so
0: French. (laughs) You heard that? Uh, Number nine is Rosemary's Baby. Roman Polanski's classic. Uh, Roman Polanski.
2: Why isn't he in America again?
0: Ouch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) not going to go into on this show. Um. Okay. So yeah, if you haven't seen Rosemary's Baby, if you've been living under a rock for the last forty years, that's your pro. That's your fault. Um. So yeah, definitely check this film out. Um, but the ending is pretty much when, like, Mia Farrow, it's pretty much confirmed that everybody that's been living around her, including her husband, is in, in this cult.
1: Um, but the ending is. Sneak previews.
0: Okay. For our fans. Oh. Um. It's
1: part of the exclusive Frankly Done Network Club.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, we're always down to help out our fans. Thank you for being you. You um, did it.
1: I'm not down to help our friends. <laughs>
2: One day we might need a Patreon. That's why man. They like me. Better.
0: I said friends, not fans. Oh, okay. Um. So yeah, but the end of this movie is when Mia Farrow like find out finds out that everybody around her, is, like worships Satan, and uh, her baby is turns out to pretty much be the Antichrist. But <sighs> I think the last shot—I remember reading this—and the last shot of that movie is she's basically she's caring for the baby. Yes. And that's kind of the disturbing. <laughs> The disturbing thing is that she's accepted the situation and is willing to become the mother of uh, the Antichrist.
2: He's not perfect, but he's mine. Um,
0: <laughs> the ending paints a picture of uncertainty more unsettling than her screaming bloody murder. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, it, it's a good movie. It's another one that's pretty slow and like, the really scary stuff doesn't necessarily happen until the last 20, 30 minutes. But uh it's it's a great movie. It's lots an all time classic.
2: And lots of controversy when the movie came out. I, yeah, I remember because I'm a time traveler.
0: <laughs> no, I remember reading. Uh, number eight is Black Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. 1974 mm-hmm. from the director mm-hmm. from the director of A Christmas Story <laughs> what? what's of all things. It? What Bob Clark? Yeah,
2: what's he doing? Stop playing <laughs> that's, that that's movie. That's the twist right there. Yeah, <laughs> there's exactly. little twist.
0: Um, you'll
2: shoot your eye out, kid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like this oh, is oh man that's
1: a good horror song right um, there
0: this talks about how it inspired uh john carpenter's halloween um and a whole bunch of other slasher movies i've never actually seen this uh but i always like to hype up didn't you just see it recently black christmas no Who, the silent night deadly night oh uh, that's what i'm thinking of yeah. yeah which is also a really crappy movie but great like at the same time you know mm. um the Black Christmas, I think, I like to talk about. Like They remade Black Christmas not too long ago, right? They did. I think, like was it, 2006? I don't know.
1: I was friends with Andy Six at the
0: time. Who's that?
1: He's the lead singer of Black Pearl Brides. Ah. But I remember it because I've got a recording um of him going, You are my family now.
0: Yeah. And that was the tagline from the remake. Really?
1: I remember yeah. this
2: movie. The remake, not the
0: original. So the original, uh the way it goes. You are. Um, this is it's a particularly innovative ending, considering where the slasher genre will go in the next decade. Um, after Jessica lays asleep, having slain the presumed murderer, her boyfriend, Peter, police and reporters leave her be, and the conversations dissipate. As soon as it's silent, the camera tracks through the house up to the attic, where someone makes ominous whispers near an undisclosed corpse sitting by the window. You are my family now. Exactly. When the camera pulls out Wait. of the house... When the camera pulls out of the house, one's left with the chilling thought that the true killer was never caught. It's Freaking Brett again. Yep.
1: Yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Brett. Um, you went crossfit later.
0: <laughs> so I like to talk about. You know how I like to hype up some of these like Blu-ray labels and stuff. Screen yeah. Factory, Screen Factory's putting out a collector's edition Blu-ray of Black Christmas sometime in December.
2: Does it come with anything
0: cool? Uh, the special, remake. A little trinket. Yeah. Special features haven't come out yet.
1: Uh, a new family. New family. <laughs> It comes with a new family.
0: Pre-order the deluxe edition, you get a new family. I just
1: realized I know so little about CrossFit that I can't even make fun of it.
0: <laughs>
1: how, like, many, how many burpees can you do? I like Brett, the uh, cockroach CrossFit character. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. But I don't know anything about CrossFit to develop him at all. <laughs> they do
2: circuits. They do burpees. They like to jump. To over. Tired
1: once. They yeah. like to lift each other. It's weird. But
0: CrossFit's weird. They move tires
2: CrossFit's a lot. Weird. Yeah.
0: Uh, number seven is Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Never heard of it. Yeah, I haven't either. Uh, not like, not like it's one of my favorite I heard the show. TV show is better. Sounds like a stinker. The TV show is actually really. good.
2: I would agree. I mean, if you have if you don't know the twist of the movie, I don't know what you're doing. But exactly, yeah, that's another
0: one. Like, and I would I would agree with this it's having somewhere on this list. It's, least. It ends where they you know they've got him in in uh, like the holding room and the psychologist evaluates him. But he doesn't evaluate Norman Bates, he evaluates mm-hmm. the mom. Norma. Norma. Norma I, I mean that's they... the twist right there, right? Norma. Yeah. Who names if you're Norma you can name So like some his Norman. mother has fully taken over. If
1: your name's Norma, you should be embarrassed enough already not to name your kid Norman. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh who knows? <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. I don't, I don't Ben's like my that. mom's name is <laughs> <laughs> Your mom's Martha? Martha. Oh, Martha.
0: Um why'd you say that name? But yeah, it's like when he gives that monologue and like the, in her voice, it's like really kind of chilling. And then it's like, uh, it kind of, when the, when the uh, scene transitions between him sitting in that cell and then, uh, I think the last shot of the film is their police are pulling the, um, car out of the, the swamp or whatever. Um, there's like, you can see they kind of have mother's like skeletal face kind of laid over his. Uh, for like a brief moment. Spooky. Um, yeah, really, really pretty spooky. Have you seen any sequels to Psycho? I haven't. Like Just the TV
2: series? Yeah. Just, There's is is one cool on has the actor who played Norman Bates in it again. and He might he's be in, in, all, of in all of them. He's all Is he? Okay. Yeah. There's one where it's like in the 80s and he's much older. So yeah. I'm in
0: the 80s. <laughs> Weird. that was
2: good. I have not seen any of the
0: sequels. The show's really good. Um, The movie Hitchcock's actually really good, too. It's about the making of Psycho.
2: Isn't that with... Uh, Anthony Hops. Yeah, with the Hops. Yeah. That's his nickname, too. Um, <laughs> Just take part of their name and put the in front of it. I thought he was the Ant. No, he's the Hops. Who's the Ant? Oh, last name. The Faz. Michael oh. Fassman. I do last name.
0: Uh, this one's kind of a weird one, you guys. I don't know how you what you think about this. Number six, The Mist. Oh, I hated that movie. I hate that movie. I hate that. Frank Darabont did this. He also made, like, Shawshank Redemption. I never know about. if I saw The Mist or The Fog, I only he, saw one of them. And then he did really? The Walking
2: Dead. Yeah.
0: Mm. He did The Walking Dead right after that. He did.
2: But, no, I um, hate this movie. I man, hate it. Season one of The Walking Dead was worth watching. It, yeah.
0: No, his time,
2: other than the farm his time stuff. time
0: on the show, like, the show has sorely missed his presence. It has. Um,
2: but this movie. I still We still put, have a week. No, we got like no, a Sunday. Dang. You got like Yeah. Tomorrow. I'm having oh I'm having a party. We have a week before we I want to punch this movie out. in the face. I always have really? I hate this movie. Do you remember how it ends? Yeah, I do. I want to punch Scott Gimble he, in the it face. It ends with all doom and gloom. They don't they run out of gas. He, they don't think they're gonna make it. And he so shoots. he kills everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And freaking Carol, the actress plays yes. Carol, she's the one who storms off and screws everybody. She gets to live. Mm-hmm. this movie and the Punisher doesn't I think I did see the
1: fist.
2: The fist. The Fist. fist. The a, Fist. That's a different movie. It involves
0: Fists. Different things. Uh, yeah, so number five, the um, movie called Sallow or The 120 Days of Sodom. Oh, this movie. Uh, 1975. 120 and basically... Days of Summer? <laughs> different movie. Uh, that would be nice, but no. Um, I think I own this movie, but I haven't seen it. It's, ex- it's part of the Criterion Collection, yeah. which is kind of interesting um so they say it's not a horror film in the traditional sense but it's like really depraved yeah um that's why i've heard about it yeah and like super disturbing and like you know like a bunch of kids are raped in it and stuff. banned
2: in a lot of countries yeah
0: banned in a ton of countries um and i can't quite remember what this says the ending was i'm fine with it again
2: like you can't get this movie unless you get an import i think
0: no criterion's got it, criterion's got it? Yeah. okay you can get
1: arrested for owning this movie. I own three copies.
0: Uh, yeah, so this says the sexual... <laughs> Boom, roasted. Yeah. Uh, this says the sexual and moral degradation that uh, the four captors make the teenagers suffer is unconscionable, yet even more twisted than the physical torture and eventual murder of these children is what Hannah Arendt referred to as the, quote, banality of evil, and we only see the barbarism through the binoculars of one fascist taking in the sights as a spectator sitting in motionless silence. Hmm. So it leaves you with the impression that, like, it's being done for show and that there are people that are, like, either paying to watch it or that are just, you know, spectating um, all no. this, like, torture and stuff that goes on. It's messed up, man. Yeah, which is super messed up.
2: Watch that movie when you're feeling down. <laughs> okay. Okay. okay.
0: Uh, number four, n- not really surprising, The Shining. Ooh. Uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. Um, Jack Nicholson, when they, you know, the shot of Jack Nicholson frozen to death in the, yeah. in the maze, it was pretty, na- like, his, his face, like, with that weird face he's got. Um, but the real, like, the real kicker of the end of this movie is when, um, the last shot kind of pans out from the, that picture of everybody at that ball from 19, and it says, like, the, you know, winter ball at the Overlook Hotel 1920. And, um, it pans out and, like, he's, or I guess it's, like, way out really wide and then it pans in. Super close to him at the end. And it's Jack Nicholson right in the front. Yeah. Of the photo. So, presumably, he's like a ghost the whole time or whatever. Um. Got a girl pregnant, ghost. Yeah. Um. And the kid's a little weirdo. Is yeah. that
1: a Patrick Swayze movie? No.
0: The
2: Shining?
1: Jack Nicholson? No. When a ghost gets a girl pregnant. Oh,
2: it doesn't get her pregnant. It's called Ghost and he's
1: in it. Mm. Right. They make clay things. Just making sure. Um. Checking the facts.
0: Number three is a movie that I would really like to see, Uh the 1973 version of The Wicker Man. We not, watched The Wicker Man. Not, <laughs> <the> Nicola, <laughs> not the Nicolas Cage. Oh, we didn't talk that.
2: to you about that. We saw that movie together. Yeah. The Nicolas Cage version? Why did we there's, watch that? There's
1: few movies in the 300 Challenge we've watched together. We watched this one together after the comic. Like, yeah.
2: I'm like, hey, Dan, you want to watch this movie? I hear it's terrible. I think that's why we watched
0: it. We watched it. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch the Nicolas Cage one for the bees. <laughs> the bees. The bees. <laughs> the bees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I hate that movie. <laughs> it was pretty bad.
2: But yeah, the the British one,
0: the British one, I I like. I need to find oh, it. Mate, the, the bees, cool. the bees, mate, <laughs> about the, the bees. Um, but there's a part in this, like at the end, where
1: <laughs> earlier I saw a picture of a bee. <laughs> it said, "I don't know, man. What if my knees just aren't that great?" <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
2: <laughs> that makes me laugh <laughs> in a good way. Yeah.
0: Not like
1: when I think about my life. <laughs>
0: uh, so number three is The Wicker Man, 1973. The atmosphere produced in the original is overpowering. As the island inhabitants light the Wicker Man to burn their offerings, Sergeant Howie, uh, the rising flames are accompanied by the inhabitants singing a Celtic folk song and swaying to and fro. Howie attempts to drown out their chorus with a comforting Christian tune. But it's all in vain as soon as the flames reach the compartment oh, containing Danny him. Danny boy. <laughs> no pipes, no. No. The pipes are Ben's like, this oh. should have
1: taken an hour. What the hell? It
0: was fine. Boy. No, I like that. Uh, uh, I like it every once in a while. Anecdotes. <laughs> Sidetracks. Especially if they're about sausage party. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs up on that Oh, man. Did we see that together? We, I didn't I, see it. I saw it? it
2: with my grandpa, weirdly enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's weird. You yeah. told me that. Yeah. Okay. He's like, um, "This is not my kind of movie."
1: <laughs> You're right, Grandpa. I've yet to see it. I was surprised that I felt intrigued enough to see it, though. Yeah. Blu-ray's out next month, and it's got
0: a big "Rated R" plastered across the front of it, Right. Nice. Like, kids don't grab it. <laughs> rated um, R. But with this wicker man thing, uh, apparently Sergeant Howie keeps singing as the smoke swells around him and the structure tumbles to the ground, which is a dement- it represents a demented dichotomy for one of horror's greatest endings.
2: Really? The wicker, means, the wicker Man's held in that regard?
0: Apparently. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't sound like number three. Our taste
1: is ruined because of the Nicolas Cage one. But right. yeah. I feel like anything that like Nicolas Cage was part of as a remake, Yeah. the original is like, everyone's like, oh, it's so great. Gone in 60 right. seconds. We need to remake this. Yeah. Who should we cast? Nicolas I got an I got. Nick Cage. He will do anything.
0: <laughs> um, in any. He's already got an Oscar. He's done. He does already have an Oscar. He needs to... And so, and he, he's quit trying. Since exactly. That.
1: He means an egot.
0: Christopher
2: Walken, same thing. Yeah. Got an Oscar, let's do it.
1: Christopher Walken is a good guy because he will do any role that is given to him if he has the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And he does not read the script. <laughs> I want to play ping pong. <laughs> Which is, uh, why he was part of that Peter
0: Pan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So number two on this list is George Romero's original 1968 Night of the Living Dead. I was going to
2: bring that up if they didn't say it. That That's that's a movie that ends not how you would think. Yeah,
0: and every time I watch it, it kind of throws me off.
2: Never it's like seen I always that. forget it. You haven't seen it? Night of the Living Dead. This is a <laughs> movie you should have played yeah. at your party, and the cops could have come by not giving you copyright infringement because that movie is public domain. They yeah. they messed up when they... Yeah, but we couldn't get the projector to work. It's true. But no, this Ben will tell you the ending of this movie.
0: Yeah, so it ends with uh, Dwayne Jones is, like, the last guy that survives Mm -hmm. um, the zombie attack. And so he's holding up in the house waiting for people to come. Yeah. So he runs out of the house when he hears people to say, hey, I'm in here, don't shoot, and come get me. And they shoot him. Like, the people that are, like, going around picking off the zombies and, like, trying to find people shoot him thinking he's a zombie. Yeah. So then the end is them, like, dragging him out of the house and then... Uh, putting him on a pile with the rest of the dead zombie bodies. Yeah. So it's really kind of messed up, and, especially. And it's culturally,
2: it. culturally relevant because he was the first African-American protagonist, like in a major yeah, kind of movie. Yeah, that's true. And so, Even before Sidney Poitier. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah, they
2: just shoot him, like, boom. Yeah. He, the whole movie, this guy's your linchpin, like, oh, and then he, yeah, he's coming up, like, yeah, hey, it's all, boom,
0: dead. And yeah. the good old boy's like, king, got another one, like, hoo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, but they don't. But they don't think of. it, But it's not thought of in a racist context. Yeah, it's, it's not at it's all. They purely, think it's a zombie. It's purely. That because sounds like they the think guy that a guy that eats beats and fakes. <laughs> Got one. Um, and it's yeah, especially kind of chilling if you think about uh, today's uh, the problems in today's culture. Yeah, come and go um, get your Bob, Rob, which makes it a really especially great, you know, Halloween Sweet viewing Christmas. this year. Yeah, it's a good one. So, uh, what, what tops that? So, the number one on this list of the 18 most chilling horror movie endings from ScreenRant.com is John Carpenter's 1978 classic Halloween. Man, he's Ooh. on this list thrice times, right? Um, three yeah, times. Three times.
2: <clears throat> ding, ding, um. ding, ding,
0: ding, ding, ding,
2: ding, ding. ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Ugh.
0: A don't frog in my throat Don't die man I'm trying not That's to. the and twist finish my water. That's um, the twist
2: of the episode.
0: <laughs> excuse me pardon me um, that time of year I guess. but uh, if you remember the ending of Halloween uh, Michael is Michael Myers is stalking Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was like man I don't even remember the
0: ending. how's this the best? But yeah. Yes, it is a good one. And then uh, Donald Pleasance uh, comes in as Dr. Loomis and he shoots Michael Myers like just in time. he's about to stab Laurie. And, um, he shoots Michael Myers and he like, uh, tumbles out, like Michael Myers tumbles out the, this window and falls into the front yard, presumably shot dead by Dr. Loomis. So once, uh, he kind of, he, he goes and helps Lori out and they get her, um, uh, checked in with like the ambulance and the police come. And, uh, so they're all out in the front yard and, uh, Loomis turns and he looks to where Michael fell and Michael's gone and uh then the music starts yeah that like that music starts as soon as he sees that and then um so he's thinking like oh this isn't over and then the last few shots of the movie are like all of the play all of the locations from throughout the film where deaths have taken place yeah and it's playing through that like that crazy theme music and then it's got michael's breathing in the background. And, um, like, as soon as it settles on, like, the Myers house, the last shot, it ends.
2: Biggest twist of that movie. It's a William Shatner mask the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome.
0: What?
2: Yeah, it's a. Yeah. That's a William the Shatner mask. The
0: Myers mask is a painted William Shatner Star Trek mask. Interesting. Dun, dun dun What a twist. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, guys, that's it. That is the oh. 18 most chilling horror movie endings from Screenwriter. Yeah, yeah, shot
2: me in the stomach because I, I'm like, I'm going to pull out I'm Not a Living Dead. I bet that's not on there the whole time. Like, it's getting towards the end. I'm going to pull it off seem so smart, and then it's on there.
0: Yeah, so we've kind of discussed, like, as we've gone through, there it, oh, is. There it is. A little slow in the uptake. <laughs> I should have done that at the start. Yeah. Ding, ding. That's my favorite, like, theme music for any John movie. John Carpenter's music's so good. Um, I think my overall, my favorite score for any movie is probably The Fog. Like, his original The Fog. That's one Just of the best, like, aside from, like, this, this movie's got that. And a couple of other ones, but The Fog like all around, you the know, it's music funny. he did for that is just so chilling. This is
1: the third time in a four-week period I've had a conversation that includes both The Mist and The Fog. Really? really? Yes. Not with me, man. Nope, I don't talk to you. No, we don't
2: talk anymore. We don't talk anymore.
1: We don't talk anymore. We're We're anymore. <laughs> like
0: to to do. That uh, was awesome, guys. Thanks, yeah, that man. was good. We'll have to work on the three-part <laughs> harmony a little bit, but that wasn't too bad. Maybe we'll be on stage at the last Troubadours next show.
1: On
2: Halloween. we show on the Halloween's.
1: We'll eventually do a Frankly Done Network showcase. Mm-hmm. That'll be cool. But did you want to quickly get in any twist we thought oh, should sure. be on yeah. there?
0: Yeah. So, like, throughout this list, I was as we were rattling these off mm-hmm. and discussing, we kind of talked about, like, oh, that doesn't need to be on there, right? Yeah. Um, Or that should be, like, lesser, you know, further down the list or further up. Um, So, yeah, like, what else do you guys think doesn't belong on that list or maybe Uh, should belong should be on that list that isn't i mean
2: it depends where you look at the sixth sense Is that a horror movie is that because that's that's the
0: movie that's the twist yeah it's a big twist huge twist
1: yeah that movie is the movie that taught me about twists yeah really and ever since then i've been able to call every single movie i see what a twist
2: Hmm. prove it
1: um (laughs) every day
2: um okay though i mean there are my smart answer was not a living dead. Now I'm trying to think. Yeah. The orphan, the boy. The... Now it seems like that's what you do now. Uh, yeah. Is you throw in a twist. or Not what you're thinking. Right.
0: Um, I think just for pure shock value, like, in, in reading some of these other ones, I thought uh, James Wan's Dead Silence was pretty good. Oh, I haven't seen um, that. That's James Wan? That either. Yeah, James Wan did that. It's on Netflix. It's about, like, dolls. Um, James it, it features Saul. Billy from the Saw series.
2: Wait, James Wan did that? Yeah. How
0: have I not seen this? It I, was he did it like after the first Saw.
2: I get. I thought that movie looked stupid. I didn't, if I would have saw James Wan, yeah, Wan's name, I would watch it. Um, I watch I
0: think that. it was his second movie. And watch and that. It's actually pretty good. Like it doesn't, you know, it's really. Un, I think it's really underrated. Um, just the atmosphere is really spooky, and um, the twist in it. Like the first time I ever saw that movie, like. That was, I think, the first twist I remember thinking really screwed me up. Hmm. Like, just, I saw that and my mouth was hanging open and I was like, there's no way that that's what this is. Yeah. Um. James, I mean, then Saw, if you
2: looking at it like that way, Saw, the twist in that, I mean.
0: It's... Yeah, that should probably, that should definitely be on this list, especially with how well regarded that film is. And now they're making the another saw. one.
2: Twist and fall. And the Saw, where. The end was, of Saw? He's dead the whole time. In the, the guy in the yeah. middle of the floor is really
0: alive the whole time?
2: Yeah. That was That's a pretty right. good one. That set up everything.
1: I didn't think that was that good. It was <laughs> enough to set up six more movies. Yeah. I mean, really, if you if you really want to get into it, the second movie is what set up for the other five. The second movie. They tried, the they tried to throw it. a twist into the all of The second movie was not intended to be a Saw yeah, movie. Yeah, we disagree. Yeah. He uh, likes the second movie. Like, it's not even supposed to be a Saw movie. Right. Exactly. That's why I like it. I yeah, the it. second movie was not intended to be a Saw movie, but he couldn't sell it to anybody because they were like, oh, this is too much like Saw. Uh. So he rewrote it slightly. And then sold it to the people who made Saw. Yeah, really? mm-hmm.
0: yep. hmm. yeah they oh, did mine's some rewrites. Gate. The... Mine's gate. Interesting. Yeah. But, um, um, but yeah, I would say that the twist from Saw needs to be on is definitely uh, one of the most chilling endings of of all horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I could throw Sixth Sense in there. I mean it's its place as a horror film yeah, that's you, debatable, but that's where you debate it. Um
1: I like Scream's Twist, the first Scream. After that, you're like Scream it's was, the boyfriend. Scream yeah.
2: was good cuz of the first like satire horror film, but then everyone did it. And yeah. It became played out. Yeah. Including um, themselves. Including
0: themselves. And yeah. what was the one I said Dead Silence? Yeah. Um I won't spoil it since you guys haven't All seen I'm gonna it. I'm going to watch this movie. But it's a great twist ending.
2: That movie is scared me and I haven't even seen it cuz I fell asleep watching Netflix and then just was paused and I woke up half-awake just saw a bunch of scary demon
1: yeah. dolls looking at me. <laughs> what the? <laughs> never, um, that's how Frankie lost his laptop, actually. Never really? again!
0: Um like, oh. <laughs> but I regret you, that immediately. That's dolls. Um, another one that I was kind of surprised to not find on this list. Uh, I think that any anything that's counting down the most chilling horror movie endings of all time needs to include Sleepaway Camp. Um, if you've never mm. seen that, it's a... Are there
1: several sequels to it?
0: There are 2, 3, and then yeah. like a return to Sleepaway Camp, yeah, like a soft reboot. 2, of.
1: 3, and the return are on Hulu, but I don't think the original is. <laughs> I feel like yeah, Robot no, Chicken made not. fun
0: of this movie, but I haven't seen I'm it. I'm sure they did. It's kind of like a it's a Friday the 13th knockoff. Okay. Um, but, the and again, I hate to spoil it if you guys haven't seen it, but... Um, this
2: one I probably won't see. I, I'm a big fan of James Wan, so I'm going to see gotcha. that one. Okay,
0: so I, yeah, I won't spoil Dead Silence, but the end of... Um, sleepaway camp like at the main the main character is like this girl who's really quiet and shy yeah. um uh, I know he's and gone. so she's going through like you know every kid at summer camp kind of gets bullied and they mm-hmm. struggle to fit in whatever Just describing my life right now and yeah, he's not a so second. throughout the summer people start getting like killed in really brutal ways yep and so they're trying to figure out who's doing it every summer and people have their suspicions and all that but the end of the movie is the big twist when they reveal who the killer is. I mean, you kind of suspect it's this person, but when they reveal it's this person, the same time they do that, it reveals something else. And basically, mm-hmm. it's who you think it is the whole time, but that person is of the opposite gender. Yeah. Robot Chicken did so like. This. So you, th- so it's this girl. Yeah. But it turns out she's really a boy. Yeah. See, so and this so this like is your life big, it's that's my summer. Like big, yeah.
1: Every it, summer, people start dying, and you're are yeah.
0: a girl the whole time.
1: And, you're, like, and you're a girl. And then turns out it's me. <laughs> and I was a good guy the whole time. Right. I oh. mean, I keep the beard. I don't know why they don't. Get it. <laughs> 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 so that's the weird thing about it.
0: Like man, The broke chicken. Totally ruined me Yeah, I'm sure. They, yeah, I'm sure they did. It's another one, kind of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, that even if you haven't seen the movie, you probably are familiar with. The famous ending, mm-hmm. um, and the, the 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 last shot is another one that's really uh pretty disturbing. Um, let's see if I can try to pull it up. But yeah, I think any list that doesn't include Sleepaway Camp—that's why when I was reading this, I was like, oh, Sleepaway Camp's not on here. We're not going to talk about this. God, which Tossed out this right here. That one of her making that face. Uh, well, I haven't actually seen. Well, yeah, but like, they, they find out that she's, a, there's like a full body shot of her, like, <laughs> yeah, she looks like a totally bum. naked, and there's like, it's, it's really kind of. You see a weenie? Yeah. In the 70s? What? So this is, so the way they filmed that was they made like a cast <laughs> of the actress's head. Yeah. And they put it on like a 20 year old, like, college, like, skinny little college dude. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's my son Um, <laughs> so like, when they, it's, it's actually like the special effects pretty terrible, like, <laughs> by today's standard. Yeah. Um, so it's like, it looks like a mask on this guy's body. And then this is a shot of the actual actress just standing there with the, you know, making the same face. Hm. Um. But yeah, it's, pretty, that up. it's pretty messed up. I hate when that happens. Yeah.
1: It's the scariest movie you've ever seen.
2: Scariest movie I've ever seen?
1: Whew. You can take in being a child. You want. A good I mean,
2: Chucky has always scarred me because I should not have watched it as young as mm, I was. True. And my a scary Child's play
1: is scary. And that my, my dad, he bought
2: an actual Chucky doll and just yep. would put oh, it I'll in random places here. and hide. I
1: refuse to have anything Chucky related yeah. in this
2: house. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Anything horror block Chucky, I've always given it away. Like, Seriously? Yeah. Like, I don't want this. But my dad pretended to throw it in the fire. I saw him do it. Mm. But he, like, faked me out or something. The next day, put it on my bed. Like, oh, what? get out of here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's scary. Oh, yeah. boy.
2: So that's that's oh, scared boy. me. Um, I don't know. For the longest time, anything a uh, devil. Um,
1: yeah, devil inside us. Yeah, anything demon from evil, like
2: devil possessing. Anything would really scared that
1: could me? start with a word and end with another word, but then they take it out during the preview, so it makes <laughs> devil. You're like, devil. oh, it's about the devil. Okay, uh, I get those have always yeah. scared me.
0: What about you guys? Uh, I really like uh, Sinister. The first Sinister, good Sinister with Ethan Hawke. Great Hawking. series. Um. Yeah. Yeah cuz I remember I remember that I think the first paranormal activity uh you know how they hyped it up so yeah. much and I went to see it like thinking it was going to be the scariest movie ever and it was scary for me the first time seeing it because you know it was new and different uh-huh. but it wasn't like scary until the last 20 minutes or so, so but scary. that was but it was terrifying like yeah. I remember being like white knuckle terrified of the ending of paranormal activity And then I saw Sinister with a big group of friends, and that one really screwed me up, too. Seriously. Like, that one one was consistently, from beginning to end, just had a really great sense of dread. Um, And uh, some, like, really kind of terrible violence in it. Yeah. And just really messed up and disturbing, and uh, Ethan Hawke is tremendous in it, I think. Um, It's not a perfect movie, but uh, I think it's as scary as anything that's come out in the last five, ten years. Yeah. Um, all time though, it's tough to say. Um, I really like The Exorcist. Um. See, I I,
2: I never want to watch it because it scared me. Hellraiser yeah. was another one I never want to watch. Hellraiser was
0: pretty scary. That's mm-hmm.
2: scary. I, I faced my fears and watched it like two weeks ago. Yeah. It's
0: Really gory. Uh, really gory for being great. 30
2: years old. Like, yeah.
1: what the? I'm going to go with uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Martha! <laughs> no. Uh, I'll yeah. take that. I'm going to hop on Paramount Activity. Mm-hmm. I saw it opening day. Yeah. Knew nothing about it. I mean, obviously, like, I knew it wasn't real, but I'm the kind of guy that buys into that kind of yeah. stuff. And uh the group I saw, not, I didn't have friends, but the group of people who were also in the theater as me mm-hmm. um was a good group to have in a horror movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that one got me pretty good. And um the person I was in a relationship with at the time didn't go with me, but we were in the same bed that night. And Ooh. she said, like, um... Like four o'clock in the morning, I just sat straight up, what? and just like looked around, and then just like laid back down. Yeah, <laughs> like, she she didn't see the movie, so there's no way she was messing with me <laughs> either. She yeah. was like, it scared the crap out of me, and you wouldn't respond to me at all.
0: Oh my goodness! But yeah, yeah, that would have scared me too. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, I my favorite of the Paranormal Activity series is the third one. That's um, the '90s one or '80s, 80s one. Or when one? Kids? Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think it has like the most consistent, like scare delivery mm-hmm. of the whole movie. It's not just like the end. That's scary. The whole, there's like stuff going on the whole time. Um, yeah. And then is
1: not bad when they bring in the Xbox connect.
0: Yeah. That part's pretty cool. There's a few, I thought five was decent. Or, or uh, I mean, the ones. marked ones. And then yeah, this most, I have yet to see the latest. The latest one's not very good. It's, oh, it's a perfect. disappointment since they like claim that it's, it answers all the questions and it's going <laughs> to end the series and it, doesn't really doesn't.
2: I keep meaning to watch that one. Yeah,
0: um, I do want to watch it again, but I'm not expecting anything crazy. Um, I did get to see uh, the new Ouija. Uh, yeah, how was that? Origin of Evil. I enjoyed it very much. It looked and, better than the first uh, one. Yeah, I hated the first. That. I hated the first movie. Um, yeah, I haven't watched either. Um, the first movie is, I guess, in a way, it's like made for like like thirteen year old girls like having slumber parties and stuff. Oh, okay. Um slumbers. Which is fine. And I'm sure if I was like, you know. I mean, if you're a
1: 13 year old girl, that's fine. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure if I was like 10 years old or whatever, I would have probably enjoyed it more than I did. But like. Well, if you're
1: 10 years old, most 10 year old boys would enjoy a 13 year old girl sleepover. Yeah, -hmm. Yeah,
0: they would. That's true. High five. A
2: weird thing to high five to.
0: Um, But just generally, it's not a great movie. And then. Uh, this one came out, and everybody's like, oh, my God, they're making a new yeah. Yeah, movie. Yeah, I, I didn't believe it. And I remember thinking, like, I was like, no, like, why would they do this? Well, yeah, and, Origin. Yeah, and then you got Michael Bay producing uh, and like, all this crap, and you're like, right there, there is there. no way in the hell. Bay.
1: Michael Bay has never made a good movie. Right.
2: What about uh, The Rock?
1: Nope.
2: That's yeah. decent. Well, that's I like good. 13 Hours.
1: Name any movie Michael Bay has been a part of, I will say no. Okay.
2: Because
1: <laughs> it ends with Transformers.
2: Yep. The Mar- the one with Wahlberg and The Rock, and that was pretty cool. Any game?
0: Yeah. Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> um. But but we- yeah. <laughs> We're talking oh about my Ouija. God. Origin of Evil. Uh. So that this movie, four, uh, eight. they handed the keys to this franchise to a guy named Mike Flanagan. Oh, the Flan. The, the Flan. Um. The again. Yes. Uh, he directed films such as Oculus. Ah, Accenture, okay. okay. And, uh, you got me so far. Hush, which is on Netflix. Oh, right Hush now. is so good. Great movie. Hush is good. Um, so, when I saw that he was directing, I didn't find out he was directing until like a month and a half ago when I like happened to look up the movie on IMDb and I like saw the people that were involved and I was like, holy what crap. What the what? Flanagan's on this. And, um, the again. Flag? Yeah, again. And I was like, this might be a movie we're seeing. And, uh, the reviews were coming out and they were stellar kind of surprised me um i mean i thought it would be, at least have the chance to be better than the other one yeah because you couldn't do much worse mm-hmm. um and the previews were out and i was like "Eh, it looks okay but it doesn't look yeah like look like, like conjuring a kind of to me um yeah and the reviews were out and they said it was they all said it was fantastic and then uh so i was like all right i'll take a chance on it. i saw it last night and i think it's i think it's great i think it represents the single biggest jump in quality between a first film and it's sequel like ever
2: what about empire
0: no
1: what about jedi
0: no what no. about new hope
1: what no. <laughs> almost got you
2: <laughs> we're just trying to instantly call you
0: out when you say something <laughs> i know i know and i i, I, what I about saw too i speak in a lot of hyperbole <laughs> sometimes but like they're genuinely what off the top of my head it? i could not think of a better like or like a bigger gap in quality between yeah. the first movie and the sequel yes
1: yeah, what about um, uh blair witch
0: Mm. no you guys see it well the first movie is like significantly better than all the other ones
2: yeah he's saying where the first
0: one I'm saying where the first one is significantly worse than the sequel
1: yeah no I'm I'm changing the subject
2: oh okay (laughs) yeah you're probably fair in that statement yeah except Trolls 2 you guys see that movie ooh
1: what about Toxic Avenger 2
2: terrible I've
0: never seen that idea Toxic Avenger
2: Toxic Avenger 1 what about
1: Prometheus
2: Prometheus I haven't seen Prometheus no
0: That's a prequel actually that remains to be seen I think they're working on a Prometheus sequel aren't they
1: yeah yeah, well, I meant Prometheus vs.
0: Alien. Mm. Mm. Should be. Ouija might be
2: something I watch then someday in the future. Yeah,
1: I mean, I want to see the original. Is there a yeah. twist?
2: Is there a twist in that movie?
0: Ouija boards scare me. Uh and this new one, yeah, uh... it's real. It's real. Uh, not really, mm. Um but it but it's good. I mean, uh, the That's... thing the thing that kind of didn't like totally sell me on it completely was that it kind of lacks like. Any like greater like message like it doesn't really kind of leave you feeling any particular way. It doesn't really have any subtext to it. It's really just kind of a really well-made like haunted house chiller and like nothing more. Were um, you
1: the one telling us about the movie where it like was so realistic that the director was actually like taken to court because they thought he actually murdered all the people?
2: That the inferno not. Infer-
1: uh, I don't cannibal, what the cannibal, movie cannibal Holocaust. yeah, yeah cannibal, yeah, the
0: guy came like. Like, flew back from location in Italy or wherever, and, like, as soon as he landed, they, like, took him to court.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for, like, animal cruelty,
0: That's awesome. too. Because yeah. um, they thought, like, all the people, like, actually died. And, like, yeah.
1: And That's and a that. good movie there.
0: Um, That's also a movie. Have you seen that movie? The Illegal. Cannibal yeah. Holocaust?
1: No, I'm saying that makes a good movie. It's, <laughs> like, it's... it's if They arrest you because it was so realistic? Yeah.
0: There are... Uh, it's like
1: human centipede all
0: over it. Mm, nope. There yeah. are usually, I think most of the time, there are two versions of Cannibal Holocaust available... There's the uncut, the fully uncut, uh like animal cruelty version. And then there's and the then one the that... cut where he actually killed the people. <laughs> right. And then there's the uncut yeah. version that cuts out all the animal cruelty. But like they actually killed live animals <gasps> in this movie. Um, they killed turtles. And so I saw oh. the uncut version nope. at like a Against it. Yeah. They showed it on uh Western's campus when I was in school Jeez. and uh I went to see it.
1: You'd be crazy and, then, like, and very man. daring of a director. Is a uh, come out with a war movie, you know? It's super gory, mm-hmm. super realistic. You know, everyone's like, "Oh my god, the fe- the effects are amazing!" And then he slips in for the theatrical release, just like everything you saw was just real. We
2: have mm-hmm. to let it play a couple times because they'll instantly, if they said it's real, yeah. maybe get one viewing and the movie's gone That's forever. All you
1: need. We should. Well, I mean, he's getting in arrested
2: the, either in way. the future. You should, we should bring people. up movies that are blacklisted. There's a few that you can't watch.
1: Yeah. Pokemon.
2: Pokemon, the first movie. No, there's an episode of Pokemon, the Polygon episode.
1: True. Is that the Caesar? It's, C- yeah. Caesar. It, if you have episodes. The plan of the Apes crossover. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Caesar.
0: Um, um,
1: but no, uh, New Blair Witch. you guys see it?
0: Yeah. Well, we talked, to, we we talked, talked about another. it. We yeah, did. he did. That was before that I was, saw that it. That was now. several episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did did you, see, we, yeah,
1: did I, I didn't it? see it yet. I saw it recently, though. He wants to um, talk about it. So, there's a scene near the end. Yeah. Where there's a bunch of light outside yep. of the barn,
0: aliens, right? Uh, like what was that supposed to be? I. It wasn't lightning. It wasn't lightning. It could be aliens. Also, this was my thought too. Um, did you ever see? We've talked about it before. Um, your next and the yes. guest. Yes. Yes. Um, same director, same writer. Yes. And. Uh, apparently there is a, there's something in those two movies that links the two of them together despite being completely okay. like dissimilar in plot and characters and whatever. Um, and the link is there's apparently like a private security organization that, uh, I think some of the char- like one or two of the characters in your next work for, and then, uh, in the guest, it's the people that come to arrest the guy. Okay. Um, in the latter half of the film. So I had a thought that possibly it was like those guys coming, like you know, helicopters coming in, uh, you know, whatever, and they were coming in to either try to get them out or try to yeah. do something. Yeah, um,
1: that was, it was a great movie. It yeah. scared me like two seconds in. Huh. Um,
0: the very beginning is pretty scary. Yeah. Like the very, very beginning.
1: And then, um, uh, the, the end was
0: really good. It, like it picked
1: it up very quickly. Yeah. But, yeah, that, those light parts, that was the only part I was like, wait, are we going Aliens? Because I'm out of this movie if we are. Um,
0: I really hope it's not.
1: That was my only, like, what the hell moment. And then my favorite moment was, so, spoilers, this whole episode a spoiler. Yeah. I, mean, um, I, it's called spoilers. I probably It starts never watched with, um, they find that footage and he thinks it's his sister. Did you realize that it was the girl at the end? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah like when I, I put the, I most missed it. But you gotta have
0: it, a sharp eye to catch it. But I saw that I was like, "I was like, what?" Yep.
1: <laughs> that was my favorite part of the whole movie, right yep. there.
0: Um, I didn't like that it was essentially it kind of had the like the Star Wars problem of being the exact same movie, true, redone with better effects. Um, but I did think it was very scary. Um. In a lot of ways, I didn't necessarily see coming, and um, I, I don't know. I thought that it, it over, oversold some of the jump scares a little bit, which really didn't need to happen. Um, but I don't know. I've kind of flip flopped on it uh, before. I I think I like more of it than I what I dislike. But like the stuff that I dislike about it is like really like yeah. bad stuff. So I don't know. I'm kind of like split right down the middle in my feelings. Yeah, on Blair Witch
1: better than Book of Secrets.
0: Yeah, it is better than Book of Secrets. Um, and I thought Ouija, this new Ouija was better than Blair Witch, personally. Ooh, um, so shots yeah, gaunt- fired. Gone Gauntlet- with the Blair Gauntlet Witch or Blair Witch? Blair Witch? Blair Witch. Okay. Um, pew, pew. just more enjoyable. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of all we've got for horror talk. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been our uh, I mean, I, I've got one more thing that I want to talk about since I have you for guys horror here. Horror talk? Spooky. Horror talk. Horror. This is our Halloween episode. So we've talked about all our horror movies. Oh. Um. Oh. I've been making a list again this year. What are you, Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> He's an owl. With uh, the horror movies I've been watching in yeah. preparation for Halloween um and i share it on facebook and twitter a lot you can follow me at the real benny c or uh like our facebook page at the real movie or just the real movies podcast um and then you can find this post at the and that's the best best movies to watch for halloween it's just what i'm watching this year and then where you can find those films um so yeah that's really cool if you're looking for a scary movie to watch and you can't decide uh you can't decide cuz there's so many uh big options out there um, so I try to make the, that a little easier on you. Um, but guys, the last thing I really want to talk about, I know we're running pretty long, but, um, Logan trailer, Ooh, man,
1: look good. Three seconds in. I was sold. Yeah. I stopped watching the trailer. You stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I I three seconds in. They got my money. I mean, I, I literally heard the boom. I was like Johnny, Johnny Cash. Cash don't, yeah. need to, don't need to say anymore. I'm good. Man. It's so earnest. It's, yet.
2: it looks so good. Oh, I'm stoked. It does look good. I like, I mean, they clearly can't do the old man Logan storyline from the comics because of rights and whatever, yeah. but it seems like they're at least taking the heart of that, um, and then kind of doing their own thing, which uh-huh. I'm on board for. I like it. Seems like a good swan song for Hugh Jackman.
0: Yeah, that seems that. um, I, yeah, seems that way. So hope, hopefully if it turns th- out. Hopefully
2: that movie is that tone. Like a lot of times trailers yeah. trick us and all of a sudden Deadpool's in it and it's like all campy. Like, no, what?
0: Yeah, it would be cool to have kind of. You know, people always kind of bitch and moan about like the. You know, we don't want to, you know, dark superhero movies. It's why everybody hates Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, Martha. But they, st- but everybody still hated Suicide Squad. So yeah, you know, well, who knows? He can't win. Yeah. Pudding. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope. Yeah, I agree with that, Frankie. I hope Logan turns out to be this kind of darker. I guess Wolverine's always been kind of like the broody. Yeah. Hero of the Marvel and X Men. I universe. mean, in your checklist
2: of old man Logan stuff, you have a seemingly no mutants, a much older Logan, a reluctant hero going on a journey. That's what this movie a seems Segmentive
1: Professor X. He's got this yeah. theory that Professor X is. I'm calling it, calling it right now. He's, He's saying, saying, my 100% is Professor X is just in Logan's head. Okay. My 85% is Professor X is in a coma projecting himself into Logan's head. Okay. There's some. Be one of those there's I'm some sure. kind
2: of crazy timeline thing going because you were wrong. You said it takes place twenty years after Days of Future Past. It doesn't. It takes place a year after Days of Future Past. What? Yeah. How'd you find that out? They were. I've watched enough like IGN people talking about it. That, that's oh, one thing they're all. I heard the director was keeping it pretty under wraps. Yeah, they said it's like a year or two after Days of Future Past. How's that possible? Exactly. So I'll
1: tell you how Donald Price. They got some explaining to do. Cyborg that hates mutants and is good at hunting them because he manipulates part of the reverse. Caliban, who is. That, like, invisible guy-looking yeah. guy. He's um, going full nerd
0: on you. Yeah, yep. Pulling out. But, uh, yeah, so a couple... Like, two other X-Men things that I wanted to talk about while I had you guys here, and then I'll, and then we'll, we'll end this show. Um, Tim Miller, who is the director of Deadpool, has officially left Deadpool 2. This was, this was announced today. Why'd he leave? Um, he left citing creative differences with Uh-oh. Ryan Reynolds. With Ryan Reynolds? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not with the studio. With Ryan Reynolds. Not with Reynolds. the studio with Ryan Reynolds. That
2: is a... That's
0: unprecedented. That's
1: yeah. a bold move. Whew.
0: So, That's yeah. That's bold move. Deadpool 2 right now friends. has no director. I'll do it. Good. Um, but apparently <laughs> the guys... Apparently i become Cable and Deadpool. Exactly. And I just want Stephen Lang for that pool. so
1: bad. And then Cable in a pool.
0: But apparently like, he's going to direct another big movie at Fox. Oh. Um, hasn't no, been, New named, Mutants. So hasn't didn't, been named yet. But. Didn't
2: burn bridges. Right. That's how you do it, Josh Trank.
0: Um like he said it was amicable and it was We like, think
1: that, but then it comes out he's directing Gambit.
0: Oh no. Right. Um so who knows. But yeah, Tim Miller has left Deadpool too. Um Tim kind of, Miller has left Deadpool. Which kind of is interesting because they are uh, apparently looking for actresses to play domino. Which is another yeah. thing I just saw. Um and they had a short list of like ten names. Uh I'm trying to remember some of the ones that were on there. Mary Elizabeth Winstead uh, Sienna Miller. Uh, who else? Sophia Batella, who was um, like you remember in Kingsman, the girl that had the like the the,
1: the legs. M- she didn't
0: have feet. Yeah, she would like shake on the legs, Lieutenant Dan. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what
1: the girl that had legs?
0: <laughs> that sounds like it sounds like a movie.
1: The girl. The girl. The, the girl the on the train. The girl who had legs. Uh, now meet the girl with legs. Right. Don't all girls have legs? Not all of them. <laughs> Most do.
0: Um. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Interesting. I don't remember who else is on that short
2: list. A couple of other. Couple of other I other feel ones. like Deadpool might. Deadpool two might suck. I'm gonna say it now. I feel like the studio it won't be as good. No, it won't be as good. It may not suck, but yeah, it won't
0: be as good. You yeah. got the studio now. Like,
2: oh, let's get our hands in this. Yeah.
0: Ooh. Ooh! Also, there's a there. There was a red band trailer for Logan. Did you guys know that. about this? You saw yes. it, yeah. The only I think the only thing that was different was he like put the claws through that guy's head. And That's... it said Peters on one of
2: the tombstones.
0: I've told you, I've been watching a lot of stuff on this.
2: That's the only. There's two differences: the claw on the head, and you can see clearly the last name Peters on a tombstone. Don't know what that means. No one does. All
0: right. <laughs> I don't know what that means either. He, me either.
2: Peter Parker's in it. Ugh. That would be something. That would be that,
0: the world would break. Parker Peters. Parker Peters. All right, guys. Uh, uh, thank you for being with me again tonight. It's been great to be back in the turtle shell. Hope you're welcome. Plenty more where this came from. Yeah. Um, although I may not be around next week. I've got some uh, – I've got to work, I think, next Quit Thursday. Quit having a life. I know. I'm sorry. Maybe it's
1: Evan Peters. Yeah, that's what they –
0: someone said that. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, thank you for listening. If you stuck with us, I know we gave the spoiler warning at the very top of the show. So, if you stuck with us, thank you so much, um, and we will see you next time. In the wise words of someone important, "Do it for cinema."